everybody devore and g money this is the not for debate podcast we are live on facebook and on youtube you can listen to us on apple podcast spotify anchor and all other major streaming platforms also be sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media facebook instagram and our twitter page uh we are live around what is was 11 47 p.m eastern time right after the dominating mm-hmm. Dominated Los Angeles Rams performance versus the Arizona Cardinals. How we feeling, G? I I'm feeling good, man. They made Kyler Murray look like mediocre. They really made him look mediocre today. He didn't look like the guy who I thought was uh, going to be running around over there and running around all over the field. He didn't look good at all, in my opinion. Yes, one thousand percent. It was almost like the Arizona Cardinals were almost non-existent during the course of this game. Maybe the fact of the playoff jitters got to them, considering the fact this is the Arizona Cardinals' first playoff game, I believe, in the last six years, if I'm not mistaken. I think the last time they were in the playoffs is when they when they beat Green Bay in that in that thriller. I think that's the last time. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was the okay. So that was 2015. So yeah, about right. six years. But that I think Green Bay won that game, if I'm not mistaken. I think they won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Green Bay won that game. It was a it was a hail mary pass at the end of the game. But um, going back to the going back to the the Monday night game, uh, final score was 34 to 11. Um, a couple of big headlines: the return of Cam Akers. You know, you hear Banks brag about Cam Akers on a regular basis, yeah. uh, considering the fact he was making his big, big debut after he ended up tearing his Achilles uh, several weeks back, ended up having 17 carries for 55 yards, and I believe that was that was probably the main uh, the main vocal point of this of this game was the fact that the Los Angeles Rams was able to run the football. Yes, effectively. And they was able to dominate the Arizona Cardinals on all three levels. Now, Matthew Stafford was amazing, too. But he was he was he did what he needed to do. I mean, he was just 13 for 17. They didn't you could tell that they didn't want him to run to throw the ball much because they don't have confidence in him that he's not going to have a turnover. So. Yes, run the ball as much as you can and keep it under 30, 30 throws, 30 attempts, and the Rams have a chance, in my opinion. Yeah, I, as far as, as – I, I, he, played, he played efficient enough to get the job. Yes. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he, didn't put the, he didn't put the team in harm's way, and I feel like moving forward, that's what the Cardinals should do, considering the fact I felt like during the course of the regular season, what the, what the Rams were doing – was they was putting a little bit too much on Matthew Stafford's plate, and that's where he ended up getting into into, into trouble and committing turnovers, and that would end up costing the Los Angeles Rams quite a few games um, during during the regular season. So I like I like this formula, and 
it shows it shows the the experienced teams from the rookie teams in the playoffs, right. considering the fact. Look, Sony Michelle had 13 carries. Cam Akers had 17 carries. Like in the playoffs, he had six carries and he scored a touchdown. So yes, yeah, he had six carries, and they ended up getting Jake Funk. Shout out to Jake Funk. He's from that uh that Moco area in in Maryland too, as well. About 15 minutes away, he graduated from Damascus High School. Uh, he got involved in the game too, as well. So in the playoffs, you're going to have to run the run the ball and establish dominance on the ground. That's just that's just his way. What it is. And the Arizona Cardinals were unable to get the running game going. Like you said earlier, Kyler Murray looked me didn't even look mediocre. He looked below average. He looked like that. He was on that tour level, if we're being completely honest with you. <laughs> um, but it was what's crazy about it is they didn't really rush him. I mean, they only sacked him twice, but he just so it's like he had time to get his team ready. He just didn't look like I, this is his first playoff game, right? I think it was just a just like Mac Jones um, against you know against Buffalo on Sunday, he was nervous, and I think Kyler Murray was nervous too. He was just it's a little playoff jitters. He'll be yeah. fine. He'll he'll bounce back. They'll be they'll be all right. Now he, here's the thing that's concerning for me. Also, by the way, shout out to Ian Baller in the comment section and and Meaty Ling in the comment section too. Uh, but here's the thing that I'm concerned about as far as Kyler Murray is concerned is obviously the Arizona Cardinals faced a lot of pressure up the middle right. and he was unable to, I, I, in my honest opinion, see over those tall, the tall offensive linemen and defensive linemen, that were, the defensive linemen and linebackers that were rushing at him. But if you're able to hit Kyler early, he gets a little rattled. He does and get it, rattled. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's like, and it's like, I'm talking about, when you, if we're just using a reference as far as in, in in boxing or UFC, when somebody just gets you, just catches you slipping and you get hit in your jaw and you mm-hmm. got the wobbly legs, like I'm talking about, like literally Kyler gets rocked. And Kyler, he's not known for taking a lot of hits, but you know, he- you know what? Another <laughs> another component, another thought is I think that angle that ankle injury is kind of lingering, maybe. I don't know if I mean I don't think anybody is 100% healthy going into the playoffs, but I think that angle in, ankle injury kind of really limited him because his game is moving out the pocket, the uh, play action, and he just didn't. He just doesn't look the same after that injury. So I think that really hurt him too. I agree. And Hopkins and, uh, was out too. Good, good point, uh, Meaty Lang. Hopkins was out, so he didn't really have any help there. Well, in in all honesty, I feel like. I feel like they had Zach Ertz quite a few times. Um, yeah. AJ Green was, I'm sorry, AJ Green is not what the AJ Green, what you saw in Cincinnati. He's not the same guy. He was unable, he was unable to step up and make big plays this game. Christian Kirk, I saw him running open quite a few times. It was just the fact that they would, the Los Angeles Rams was able to put serious pressure on Kyler and it caused a lot of, it caused a lot of confusion during the course of the game. And uh, Meatling did make the make the point as far as uh, Von Miller was probably the missing piece for the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, they definitely needed yeah. another pass rusher to take some of the pressure off of. Well, excuse me, to to get some single to some single blocking while Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald is occupying that double team ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So it's a it's a good collective win. It's a good collective win for the Rams. 
like we 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 had the conversation last week on Wednesday when we ended up making our bets bets and predictions. Even though Banks mm-hmm. tried to make the make the make the decision for me as far as him forcing me trying to force me to take the Arizona Cardinals, but I honestly didn't see the Arizona Cardinals coming out and winning this game. I didn't think they were going to win either. I thought the I think the Rams are, are a better team, but I do think Arizona has a bright future. They just have to get more weapons on the offensive end. I think their defense is okay but they have to get better in the secondary. Um, as far as the Rams moving forward, they play in Tampa, right? That's the next game, right? Yeah. Meatling just put a very, very uh, bold statement he in did. the comment section. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said he thinks that the Rams are going to – can beat the Bucks. Ramsey and Evans double up. Hey, I'm going to be 100 because – I know, I know. Ramsey was was all over the field tonight, mm-hmm. but I feel like anywhere that Ramsey isn't, that's where Tom Brady's going to end up taking advantage of during the course of the game. So if Ramsey right, he is can't on, guard everybody, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if if Ramsey is going to be guarding, let's say Mike Evans, I feel like Gronk is going to have a good game. And whoever whoever else they end up decide to get involved during the course of that game is is going to have a good game. Like I I feel like definitely Meatling made all, another point as far as the Rams needing more corners in their secondary. Um, the Bucks don't have any receivers, but the Rams secondary besides Ramsey is not that great. So it's going to be a matchup. We'll we'll see what happens. I, I honestly I want to see the Buccaneers defense and how they're going to handle the Rams offense because the Rams do have. A few receivers. Are they going to play man? Are they going to play zone? Um, I, I I don't know because Odell Beckham he he had a fairly decent game. He had that one great catch, um, but he he can be a problem. He can be a, he can have one of those explosive games. So I I don't think that like if we're gonna I guess we're gonna pick the games on Wednesday. So I don't want to give out too much information. But if I had to choose now, I still would go with the Buccaneers. But I have a right to change my mind. I hear you. Now here's here's a question for, question for you since we. Just we kind of like looking forward at the Buccaneers game. I know we didn't get an opportunity to recap the Bucks and Eagles game, but what did you uh, see? What, what what did you see during the course of that game? What was causing you guys the most problems? How Tom Brady was able to move up and down the field with ease on you guys uh, Saturday was it, no Sunday? Excuse me, Sunday. Well, first we couldn't get any pressure on them. Not no not no real pressure, and I just think that they they were just a more experienced team. We I feel like mentally we were just happy to get in there like yes we made the playoffs because again nobody not even me nobody thought the eagles were even gonna be close to making the playoffs five six wins at best the fact that they made the playoffs i think they felt that that was an accomplishment and maybe maybe psychologically they were just okay and they just i don't know but the buccaneers were clearly the better team on offense defense special teams they were better now the eagles did come back in the fourth quarter but by that time it was just too late they was already up too much. Right. So Tom Brady was was 29 for 37, two for two touchdowns. Efficient. And I'm going to go ahead and read over the guys that end up getting involved in this on the offense. Uh Mike Evans. Oof, Mike Evans had nine catches. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard, <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, Tyler Johnson, Cameron Brakey, Sean Vaughn, Scotty Miller. Hey. Mealy may may be on to something. If if the if the Buccaneers could come, excuse me, 
if the Los Angeles Rams could come out and they could put together a game plan defensively to be able to cap these cap these receivers, I, I, I any any opportunity where I can get Tom Brady at the playoffs, I'm definitely going to take it. If we being so, so would that work? Um, the comment in the, in the section, uh, Ramsey on Evans and double Gronk is that really the formula that the Bucks, not the Bucks, the Rams want to use? And that, would would that, be, work? that would be smart. I yeah. don't think that would be smart. I, I definitely think that would be smart. Cause like it's it's gonna be hard. The they the Rams definitely have a winning formula when they when you think about it. They got Aaron Donald with the consistent pressure up the mm-hmm. middle, and then you, you got Von Miller. Von Miller and uh damn, I can't no Leonard Floyd is on the opposite side. So that is Tom Brady's Tom Brady's biggest kryptonite is you being able to come out and run man-to-man coverage and you're able to get consistent pressure on him. And considering the fact that you basically going to be dealing with just Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski, I like the Rams' chances. But see, I really okay, like the Rams' chances. But see, here's, here's, a, here's a different – what if they switch the game plan and instead of putting the ball in Tom Brady's hand, they run the ball more? Are, is the Ram defense good with – Stopping the run, I. Based off of what I saw tonight, uh, I have faith in it. You think you think so? So so you're saying right now that you have the Rams over the Bucks, or you do? Is it because you want Tom Brady to lose, or you really believe the Los Angeles Rams could beat the Tampa Bay Bucks? I'm stuck in in between a rock and a hard place here because I definitely (laughs) don't want to hear Banks' mouth, but at the same time, I don't want to see Tom Brady go to another Super Bowl. Hey, hey, when it comes to Banks, either or he wins, right? If his team wins, he's good. If the Brady wins, he's good. So well, yeah. if the if I if if the if the if the Bucks win, see, I'm the kind of guy where I kind of want the Bucks win because I want to see that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady rematch. And I feel like the old the ultimate win for me is for Aaron Rodgers to go out there in green in Green Bay. And beat Tom Brady in the conference championship, and then go on to go win the Super Bowl. That's 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 how that's how I want my story to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if 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 the Rams somehow pull this game off, I know we look we 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 acted on this a little bit premature. I'm pretty sure the Rams are going to be coming in here as the underdog. That's going to be a pretty a pretty good bet. I'm definitely not going to pass up on. But right, if right, that yeah. if that happens, hey. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool with it too. I really don't care who wins. Now that my team is out, I'm just watching it to watch it. You know, exactly. I, yeah. I'm, I'm cool now. Rams and Packers NFC Championship. Mm. I would I would go with the Packers there. I think they're off. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I take that. I don't know. That might be a good game. And I'm scared for the Packers this week too versus the 49ers because it, it just dates back to that that game a couple weeks ago versus the Cleveland Browns. Where they gave right. up all over 200 yards on the ground, and Nick Chubb had like was averaging like 9.5 yards of carry, and that like that rush defense is really concerning for me for the Green Bay Packers. Like they're going to have to show me early because they're playing the Niners. The they're 49ers, playing- are, the 49ers is a scary team, man. They they scary. Yeah. Yes, they are a scary team. Now I know we didn't get to go over that game either, but. I do want to get your thought process if you saw the last play of the Niners and Dallas Cowboys game. What, what was your thought on that on that last play? I, I didn't see the last play, so describe it. I'm sorry. Okay, so I want to say there was like 
maybe 15, right. maybe maybe 20 seconds left. The Dallas Cowboys were looking to get in field goal range to possibly take the lead on the – not field goal range. Uh, get into Hail, Hail Mary position to possibly take the lead on the uh, San Francisco 49ers to throw a Hail Mary touchdown, right? So prior to that, we probably had like 13 minutes of ridiculous penalties, offside penalties, uh, holding penalties. Like it was just 30 minutes of just just field goal, uh, field position penalties. Like it was just 30 minutes of just straight garbage. So what happened was finally when all that was cleared up, Dak ran a quarterback draw. I seen. I'm looking at it right now. Go ahead. Okay. He he's running a quarterback draw. I like I said. I think it was like 15 seconds left. He runs a quarterback mm-hmm. draw. He goes down. He literally runs it straight up the middle. He does not go to the sideline. He slides in the middle of the field. And at this time, you probably have like what, probably five to seven seconds left. And the center gets the ball and sets the ball himself, and they spike it. But this is a new this is a new rule to me. I learn something new about the NFL every single time I watch it. There's always a new rule that I never knew that the the, the referee has to spot the ball before you're able to snap it. So they ended up calling the game over because of the fact that the referee couldn't get to the ball in time and place it in the right. Oh wow. Right I see. But hold on. Really? I never knew that. I thought see th- that's something new because I thought when, as soon as you snap the ball, that's the end of the play. So yes. w- w- what? Yes. So 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm reading the conversation right now because EM thinks that it's it was Dak's fault. I I'm one thousand percent agree with you that it was Dak's fault. Even though even though even though. But did he have time? He didn't have time to run out. Of, okay, so I'm looking at the play right now. I, he didn't have time to run out of bounds, but he. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I you know what I give half of the blame to. The offensive play caller, which is Kelly right. Moore, he and 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 to think he's 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 in line for a head coaching head job. coaching job. It's, yeah, it's yeah. head scratching to me, especially after this play <laughs> call. I would cancel all the daggone head coaching interviews that I have for that dude if I was a if I was an NFL team. And then, obviously, if I was Dak, you're the two hundred million dollar quarterback. So you so you telling you telling me? So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So you're telling me. See, I've never okay. So what I'm used to is when they're running the you know, the the, the full play and they, they want to snap the ball. You have to give the ball to the referee first, and then the referee has to hand the ball to the quarterback or the lineman. No, that's the, the rule. The, no, the referee has to set the ball at the proper yard line before the center can even touch the ball for you to snap the ball again. I gotta go back and look at some games and see if that's yeah. The like you never, never you never that. noticed uh, you never noticed when okay, let's say a receiver catches the ball, he runs out of bounds, he throws the ball. Where do you think the where he throws the ball to the to, oh, the, to, to the, the referee? Ref. Right, so right, the referee right, right. sets it up, and then that's how we begin the next. That's how it starts. You gotta lay it down. Now that's a rule I never knew about. And this is the first time I ever heard of that rule. Like I've been watching so, football for a long time. I never knew I that rule too. until today. <laughs> so 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 that's why the cowboy fans are, are upset. Okay. Uh, okay. See, see the Cowboys fans, this 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 is what what gets me mad about Cowboys fans. They're 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 mad about the referees and how they called this game and not mad at Dak Prescott for his performance during the game 
okay, if you want to get mad at Ezekiel Elliott, because Ezekiel Elliott, I believe, only averaged like two point something yards per carry during the course of the game, you can get mad at him too. But he got the ball 12 times, though. That's not his fault. But go ahead. I, I, you're right. It's, hey, I, hey, that's play calling for you. That's play exactly. calling. So at the end of the day, because I saw Dak missed a lot of a lot of throws. If if you out here trying to play the blame game on the referees, you shouldn't have, you should you shouldn't have put yourself in those predicaments in the first place for you to do that anyway. If you if you get what I'm saying, right? Shout out to M M M E M Baller and Media Lang. You guys are making great points. That's true. Um, what I wanted to say is. We 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 touched on this earlier in the season. You and I agreed. And I think all of us agreed. If Zach, if sorry, not Zach, if Zach throws the ball under 35 times, usually the Cowboys win. That man threw the ball 43 times. That's not a formula for he is not Tom Brady. He is not Peyton Manning. He is not Aaron Rodgers. Throwing the ball over 40 times with Dak Prescott is not gonna get the Cowboys nowhere. They have to stop doing that. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, and you got Ballard back there. Eight, uh, 16 catches, 16 carries between the two of them. Ballard only had four carries. Like, come on, man. The play calling was just awful for the Cowboys. That's why they lost. It had nothing to do with the last play. The last play was awful. But they lost because the play calling sucks. And until they change that, they'll never go anywhere. They're a fraud team. Uh, hey, how many times have I been telling you? The Cowboys I, 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 no, are not ready for the big boy table. They they're cannot not, sit not. at the they cannot sit at the dinner table with the grow folks. They got to sit at the kitty table. Until they... Until they can prove consistently that they can beat beat oh, excuse me beat playoff caliber teams, they don't deserve to go nowhere. I feel like you guys, the Eagles, would have had a better chance against the 49ers. Now, when I look at the 49ers now, uh-huh. this is this is what concerns me. Number okay, number one, you had the concussion with with Nick Bosa. You had the ankle injury towards the end towards the end of the game with with Fred Warner. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm sorry, that dude is holding this team back. There, Jimmy been, Garoppolo. Yes, because the, the game, mm-hmm. the game. I know the game. They, the 49ers won the game, but right. Jimmy Garoppolo put the Niners in situations for the Dallas Cowboys to come back into this game. He like, sure did. Miss miss throws, uh, taking sacks where he shouldn't be taking the sacks, and. I feel like somewhere down, well, might even be next week that they might be going home. But I'm again, I have my concerns about the Packers rush defense. Next week, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw or make a crucial take turnover that's going to put the game. That's going to cost them the game against the Packers. Like you can do that. You can do that versus the Cowboys because the Cowboys suck. Right. But yeah. when you're playing against the Green Bay Packers. And you give the Green Bay Packers a short field, Aaron Rodgers should take advantage of that 99.9% of the time. Before we get into, because EM had a question, but before we get into that question, because I want you to answer it, I just want to tell you that I told you Bengals and Raiders was was not going to be a blowout. I told you that. I don't know why you thought the Bengals won. We all thought they were going to win. But blowout, there's something about that Raiders team that, all the stuff that they've been through this year, it kind of gave them confidence, and because they, I think they play off emotion. They just, they just lost to a better team. But I, I thought that you know that game was going to go down the wire, which it did, and you know they they lost because Derek Carr he made a mistake at the end. 
but I think the Bengals survived that that game, but I don't have any faith in the Bengals. I, I don't. Moving forward, I don't trust them. I don't think they could beat Tennessee. I think they have Tennessee, right? Yeah, they yeah, play Tennessee. They play Tennessee. I don't think they beat Tennessee, no. But I told you they were going to, it's going to be a close game. Well, close to the here's the thing. Here's the thing, because it wasn't supposed to go this way. If you remember, at the beginning of the game, I believe the Raiders turned the ball over twice. They did, yeah. They turned mm-hmm. the ball. It was either a three and out, one of the two was at drives, back-to-back drives where the where the Arizona, not the Arizona Cardinals, the Cincinnati Bengals were in perfect field position to punch the ball in, and they didn't do it. They ended up kicking a field goal. So mm-hmm. in the first quarter, they should have had 14 points. In the second quarter, they should have had 14 points. So if we're being completely 100, that's 21, 28. That should be it. Should be 31. It should be 31, yeah. 31 to 31 to 10 at halftime. That's what it should be. Now that's going to be my that's going to be my concern with Cincinnati. Are you going to finish drives? That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be able to finish drives? We can't be going field goal, field goal, field goal. We need to get this ball in the end zone and get it done. Cincinnati. That's a, that's a scary team now because they're dynamic enough to basically do any and be excuse me, they're versatile enough to be able to do almost anything and they're unpredictable with the weapons they have Tyler Boyd, T Higgins, and Ch- uh, Jamar Chase in the running game with 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 Joe Mixon and the mobility uh, of of Joe Burrow too as well. So I'm not going to go I'm not going to count them out yet, but they got a tough matchup versus the Tennessee Titans where again, like I said, Listen, in the playoffs is, you got to run the is, ball. Is Henry coming back? Is he healthy? Yeah, he's going to be playing. I think that's over for them. But there's a question that I want you to answer. Put it up now. 49ers OC is up for head coaching down, uh, job. Thoughts of him in Miami? Mike McDaniels. He, he, see, here's what I found out about Mike McDaniels. He doesn't call the plays. So He doesn't? No, he does not call the plays. So okay. here's, my, here's, here's my concern, Ian Baller, because everybody knows the Shanahan, the Shanahan tree. Going back to Kyle Shanahan's father, Mike Shanahan, he's had great success with running the football with his running backs. Doesn't matter what the running back's name is, he has success with them. It goes back to Clinton Portis, Terrell Davis, Tatum Bell, Mike Bell, um, Garrison Hurst, Clinton. uh, I said Clinton Portis already. Um, Like a lot of Alfred Morris, like a lot of guys have success running the football. To Kyle, to, to Kyle Shanahan, Raheem Mostert, Matt Breida. Um, now you got this this guy Mitchell right now. But can 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 Mike McDaniel's replicate that scheme in Miami? I I, I have I have some question marks with that. I really do. Now, if we brought him in as a head coach, I mean uh, offensive coordinator, okay, cool. I could deal with that. But as a head coach. I, I'm not too sure. I'm I'm not cool with that. He, I, he I, did. I'm not cool with that. Okay. Well, uh, he's uh, Ian Baller says he would love him in Miami. I mean, I mean, I, I see what you're coming with. I think he would be a better coordinator, but the Dolphins got to just get somebody who can give that team some life. I, I don't know. I, again, I disagree with the Brian uh, Flores getting fired, but we'll see what the Dolphins have to do. I want you to comment on the Patriots. I think that. Well, other than Banks, I think that most of us were surprised that they got beat down like that. I thought that would be a better game. I don't know if the Patriots would have won, but 47 to 17, 
Do you think Mac Jones was just nervous? Do you think he just wasn't ready? Do you see him having more playoff failures? Or just is just the one-time thing he'll be better in the future? Because he, he didn't really play that. I mean, he had two picks, but he didn't really play that bad. 24 for 38, 232, two touchdowns. The two interceptions is not good. Um, but I, I thought he's he I thought he played good, but not good enough. What do you think? Uh Okay, so 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 backstory Wednesday, I think I did take the Patriots to to upset the Buffalo Bills. We both did, yeah. Okay, so we both we t- both took the New England Patriots to upset the Buffalo Bills. So um I know I know me and Quinte we both went back and forth as far as Josh Allen is concerned, but I think Josh Allen deserves a lot of credit for the Buffalo Bills' success because he does a lot for that team. He ended up throwing like five <laughs> touchdowns on on Saturday Saturday. And he was he only missed four passes, twenty one to twenty five. Only so missed four, just, only missed four passes. Yeah. So I know, and he was he was he was uh, doing a uh, interview uh, a couple of days ago before the game, and he was talking about how he just struggles in the cold because he, it's just so cold. And I remember Bart Scott made a comment saying they could take a Viagra. <laughs> so I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming he took a Viagra because he was he was like crazy. But it just seems like Bill Belichick is just having is struggling versus the Buffalo Bills. And yeah. and trying trying to stop Josh Allen, but uh, to Mac Jones, I just feel like with with Mac Jones and and the and the New England Patriots, like you you got to get you got to get some playmakers for Mac Jones to work with. Now again, now also, I do believe that he was a little bit nervous. He did he yeah. did attempt throws that he definitely should not have attempted. But you definitely got to get some playmakers down in New England because having Kendrick Bourne and, and and Nelson Aguilar is just not going to cut it. You you got to you got to get Need more. Yeah, you got to you got to get some somebody with some with some weight on them. Like you like I, as far as name. <laughs> so so the thing is the, the the Patriots formula is always spend money on the defense, spend money on the defense on offensive line because you have Tom Brady and he can win with mediocre talent on on you know on the receiving end. But you don't have Tom Brady anymore. You have a rookie quarterback and you have a quarterback that's learning. So you need you need to spend money on the offense now and. Let's just keep the defense whole and you'll be fine. All that spending money in the defense and offensive line that worked with Tom Brady because he became great, but you have to, you have to basically baby step Mac Jones. I think he has greatness in him and I think he'll bounce back next season. And, you know, as it's gone, but he just needs more weapons. As far as the last game, the last game was non-existent. I, I, you were the only one that said that you thought there was going to be a blowout. I thought the Steelers would have played better. I thought it was going to be a better game, but um, <laughs> it was looking good. It was looking good when they uh, look at that first that yeah. fumble when they got that fumble recovery for a touchdown. I was yeah. like, "Damn, they Steelers might make this a game." But they, nah. they the Chiefs put their foot on the throttle, and after they and after they scored that first touchdown, that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. I mean, th- thirty for thirty nine, four hundred and four yards. Five. Listen. Remember, we were talking about this team in the, in the middle of the season. Everybody adjusted to them, and they were, you know, they lost a few games. And then towards the end of the season, they readjusted, and now they they look dangerous, man. Like they look like a team that can go all the way, in my opinion. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Chiefs in the in the um, in the Super Bowl. But I thought uh, Patrick Mahomes played a good game. That one interception don't doesn't even matter. It's not even important because by that time the Steelers were already losing bad. I mean, yeah, Patrick Mahomes looked good in this game. He really did. Yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey, five receptions, 108 yards, one touchdown. They couldn't guard him either. Like, who who do they have next? Oh, yeah, they have Cincinnati. Um, 
No, they don't have Cincinnati. They have the the Bills. Oh, Buffalo and Kansas City. That is a game. I don't know. I I don't want to call it right now. That's too that's too soon. Yeah, it's going to be definitely going to be a good game. It's definitely yeah. going to be a good game. Definitely going to be a good game. Actually, all these games are going to be really good. I, I feel yeah. like these games are going to be a whole lot more interesting than what, what we saw uh, this weekend. Um, True. What, the only uh, game what, that was good was the was the Raiders game, in my opinion. Uh, no, I thought the Dallas and San Fran was good, too. I, I feel like that okay. was probably my favorite one out of all of them. The Raiders game was a very passionate, very emotional game. I thought that that game was the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. Oh yeah, especially with with Banks's smart ass mouth saying yeah. that Zach Taylor <laughs> is now the the best the best Cincinnati is a better coach than Marvin Lewis. Okay, he won he won one playoff game. Okay, cool. Marvin that's has more, none. That's, that's more than Marvin Lewis. <laughs> yeah, that's more than Marvin Lewis. That's fine. Okay, you get that. But hey, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I'm just happy for the. I'm just happy for Cincinnati. I'm just happy for Cincinnati. They finally got their playoff win. Um, before we close this thing out, though, uh, I lost my train of thought just now. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Before we before we close this thing out, as far as Dallas is concerned, I hate to bring this back to Dallas. Mm. As far as their offseason plans, do you think Ezekiel Elliott is going to be there in 2022? That is the question that everybody wants to know. Um, I think if I'm Ezekiel Elliott and I'm in a playoff game and I only get 12 carries and and not just not just this past game, but the last few weeks, he hasn't been getting the touches. I mean, you see eight carries, nine carries, like Zeke for him to be effective, 15 or more, or matter of fact. 20 or more carries, he has to be effective. But if I'm Zeke, I would request a trade. I would try to get out of Dallas because that team is going nowhere. They're going to win games, and they're going to have a great regular season, and then the Cowboys fans are going to think that, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. No, no. You have Dak Prescott as the Cowboy, as, as, the, as, the, as the quarterback, and you have that terrible offensive coordinator. So if they don't make any changes at the coaching position – if I'm Zeke, if I'm Zeke, man, let me let me leave. Let me go to Arizona or something, or shit, Green Bay. If, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, or some team where it's a contender where I can have a chance to win it, you know, win it, win it all. So, if I'm Zeke, I would ask for a trade. If there's no changes, ask for a trade. If I'm Zeke, definitely. Because I'm I'm looking at Ian Baller. He's basically saying Zeke is declining. Ah, he did. Yeah. Play, he, he did play this year with 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 the injury. So, um. I I think he's right. He's he probably is declining, but I think he's still good enough to be decent for a, a, a natural com- contender, not the Cowboys. Like no, I think he'd be a good, you know, a good good piece for a, a team that can win it all. So he still has a, enough in the tank to be relevant, but okay. he is kind of slowing down just a little bit. Okay, so off the top of your head, outside of Arizona, because I know you heard you say Arizona, uh, what's another team that could possibly need a running back? I just thought of one off the top of my head just now, and I'm not even saying it as a bias, but the Dolphins need him. That's that's good. Uh, Green Bay. <laughs> um, hmm. Maybe the Ravens. If I think the I think him and Baltimore would help uh, Jackson moving forward because I think they need a running game besides him. He can't be the running game and the quarterback. That's just too much on them. So if I they pay the Ravens, would be. If, if, if they if pay they him, pay. right, yeah. Yes, right, if they right. pay him, because it's a possibility he may be out of Baltimore. 
that that would be insane. I don't know where he would go, but would you want him with the Dolphins? No. Uh, oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Is it is it does does that mean two is going to be gone? Well, yeah. Well, two. Well, you know, they said two is the man now. But if two is gone, would you want? Would you? Would you rather have Lamar? Hell yes. Anybody over Tua right now? Tua looks like Nathan <laughs> Peter be <B-D. laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share this meme photo that that shakes it to be earlier this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> Listen, this off season might be very interesting. A lot of pieces could be moving around. Even Aaron Rodgers could be on a different team by by this off season. We just never know. <laughs> Bleedick says to a job like some straight trash. <laughs> also, the the two the two running backs in Jacksonville, the Dolphins can get one of them. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I I love me some James Robinson, and uh, thanks to Urban Meyer. Well, excuse me, poetic justice, I should say, poetic justice, right, right, for for Urban Meyer. Thank thank you because you did my boy James Robinson dirty. But with that being said, though. Um, final thoughts, man, before we close this thing out. Uh, Kevin Durant is out for four to six weeks, so that sucks for him. I, I, I hate to see him injured because he's such a great player and he means a lot for the league. And he's out again. I mean, he'll be back, but still, we'll see what the what the Brooklyn Nets can do. Um, as far as the NBA, I know we're gonna get into NBA soon once the playoffs are over. But yeah, man, the East is looking the East is looking tough, man. A lot of teams. I don't think anybody's going to get swept. I think every game has the potential to go six or seven. I think these playoffs are even going to be better than last year's playoffs. Last year's playoffs were, were amazing to me, but I think this year is going to be great. Um, but, yeah, just everybody, you know, peace and love and enjoy the upcoming weekend. We got some good games coming up. <laughs> uh, shout out to Beatley. He says, don't end the show. I'm just sparking up. Hey, I, I don't want to end it. <laughs> But at the end, of the, it's like it's like twelve twenty four a.m. I gotta work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, brother. Hey, hey we we we'll be back on Wednesday, man. Just you hit us up on Wednesday. He said, "Can we talk trash about Madden?" <laughs> uh, so, uh, with that being said, yeah, we're definitely gonna be back on a uh, Wednesday evening, uh, ten p.m. Eastern time for the division around betting odds and spreads. Uh, but be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. Um. Also be able to also check out our social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, and our Facebook page. We'll be back on Wednesday, like I said. This is not for the Bay Podcast. We're out of here, man. Peace.